Talking to girls is hard. Oh, I know. I am a girl. Talking to me is hard. But I'm going to make it easier for you because I am your banter coach, the go-to banter guru, your banter bitch, your no wit all, the one who's going to teach you how to get her to respond, how to be charismatic, how to say witty things, and how to never run out of things to say. But how am I going to teach you all of these things? Simple. I have done this now hundreds of times, and I have step-by-step instructions, fail-proof methods, exercises, and tons more that'll get you communicating in a way she can't resist. So go to kristinandchill.com to get banter coaching like you cannot find anywhere else. I promise you there's nothing else like this that exists in the world. You've got quite a special diamond here. So use this special diamond to help you find your special diamond so that you can buy her a diamond. And yeah, okay. Anyway, go to kristinandchill.com. I can't wait to see you there. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have... Spencer Burnett back on the show. And he is going to talk to us about talking, about using precise language, what that means, how to do it, and how using precise language can not only help you with your perceived self-worth, your confidence levels, but also with how you interact with women and how they respond to you. So keep listening. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast. Hanging in there during this COVID weirdness. I hope you are because I'm not. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm your host, Kristen Carney, along with Marty Kinris. And we have a regular recurring guest now back with us, Spencer Burnett. Mm-hmm. Hey, Spence. We're on hey, a new basis, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Spence, Spency, whatever you want to do. However you want to do it. Closet with each other. We've talked about conversation masturbation with Spencer. We better be on a first name basis with him. Yes. Actually, now I can't look him in the eye because <laughs> masturbation. Oh, like, I know. It's horrible. It's horrible. Embarrassing. But yeah, Spencer is back because every single time that he comes onto our show, he just delivers amazing information that you can use immediately. Spencer is now doing something new. I've even done a class with him or a coaching session with him and I still don't fully understand it, but I understand the benefits of it. It's something that's called precise language. And we talk about how important the words that you use can be when talking to a woman. We also say how important how you say something is when it comes to women. I'm blabbering on without fully understanding exactly what... And not being precise with your language. not being precise. I'm (laughs) fucking it up for everybody. But so I want to hear like, what is precise language? How you came up with this concept? And then how guys who are listening can apply this, not just to their lives, but also to their lives with women. Because I think that that will be very helpful for them. Anytime that we have a vision of what we want out of our life, whether it's a relationship or it's a business or a profession or an art, whatever it is, there's a destination and then there are steps to that destination. And what's important is that you're constantly making progress. Because if you're constantly making progress towards the thing that you want, at that point, it's only a matter of time before you get it. But the thing is, is we have fear come up. We have overwhelm come up. We have 
kind of this fight or flight type of reactive behavior where we go into some bad habits. We start to isolate ourselves. And this really pulls us away from connecting to whatever our vision is. The isolation prevents you from connecting to a woman. And so as long as you can figure out what the next step is, you are always moving towards that goal. And so what I've realized in my 20 years of coaching is that progress is what matters at a universal level. I've been a coach for 20 years and I've worked in the dating, sex, and relationship space. I've done sales and business coaching and business systems. And I was in the fitness industry for a while. And I've worked with people with anxiety and depression and trauma. And there is a universal approach to making progress in any area. And that is how I came up with precise language. It's just seeing the map of success. So in a nutshell, if you're stuck in achieving or creating whatever it is that you want, again, relationship, business, health, fitness, when you use precise language, you're always moving forward. It truly is a technique that makes you invincible. Okay. So what is it? What does that mean, precise language? So precise language is a way with interacting with your own mind or another human being to get absolute clarity as to what to do, what you're feeling, what step to take next. We take actions, the way that we end up making decisions on what actions we should take, we have a scenario that provokes an emotion. That emotion has an image. The association between the emotion and the image creates a belief, and the belief tells us what to do. So I have an image, ice cream, I have an emotion, it's delicious, creates a belief, I love ice cream, put ice cream in front of me, I'm going to eat it. Make sense? So when we're trying to figure out what our next step is, if you remove that image, all you have is emotion and a situation. And we all know that in situations where we're highly emotional, we're really nervous, we're really scared, or even like we're too excited, we get a little bit manic. We start acting outside of our character because it's difficult to make decisions without the image. So this makes sense in a really traumatic situation where all you can see is the emotion and nothing else. But this happens in every problem of our life. And as we're trying to talk it out and figure it out, we go to coaches, we go to therapists, we go to friends, we go to family, we speak, but we're not really saying anything. And the reason that is, is because we're using language that creates a shadow in your mind's eye to see that image, which makes you feel like you can see it, but you can't. And therefore, it's difficult to make a decision. So precise language removes all of those shadows. So in any difficult situation, you're able to both see the image and address the emotion. And once you can do that, then you can actually make a choice on how to behave that is in full integrity of like who you are and what you want and do it with confidence, certainty, and ease in any situation. Okay, so this is very interesting. I understand this is a very like grand concept. Let's break it down for guys who are listening. I'm sure there's many areas that they could apply precise language to. And I know that when you do start getting more into precise language, you can apply it to all these areas of your life. But how mm -hmm. does it actually work with women? with dating, mm. with approaching? Like, how can we start at the, the bare bones of how this can help for guys who are listening? And in a second, we're going to do an example with Kristen because I, I want guys to actually see how all of this works because I think it's so useful for your dating life. Right. So when I talk about speaking into the void, one of the most common void words is not. Okay? So if I'm trying to create an image in your mind, right? 
and I draw a picture on my hand and I'm like, all right, I want you to imagine this picture. It's not a monkey. So basically what I'm saying is it's infinity minus one. Try to take a guess, right? And the first thing that you think about is a monkey, right? Right, right. So when a guy wants to approach a woman and he's nervous, he's, he's at the bar, he sees her from across the way and he wants to go up to her. And he says like, I want to approach her, but I can't, I cannot do it. Well, not is a void. Like, well, what's stopping you? Like, is there physical distance that's stopping you? Uh, no. Okay, what's stopping you? Well, I, I don't know what to say. Well, don't avoid. So if you went up to her and she was absolutely going to say, be like receptive to anything that you'd say, what would you say to her? Hey, hello. Okay, cool. What's stopping you from walking up right now and saying hello? And so like you're going through this process where like, oh, well, where actually is the resistance, right? It's calling out your BS, basically. It's like all the shit that you're telling yeah. yourself that's like messing you up in life. 100%. And you nailed it. The suffering we experience is due to the story that we're telling ourselves. And once you cut through that shit, it's just like you soon realize that, oh, my opportunity is to go up there, say what I want and see what happens. I can tell you that as a piece of advice and it'll land a certain amount. I help bring you to the answer that you already know to be true. And when you get to that versus just hearing advice, then it lands a whole lot more and you actually behave that way. Because advice is cheap. Only once you behave within the advice do you actually get results. So how do you make advice land? That's through precise language. Okay, so Kristen has been kicked off of Squadcast. <laughs> they don't like her. No, I don't either. So it's not. fine. No, just so I'd love you to do an example on me. And maybe I can even step into the space of one of my clients so that guys could actually hear somebody similar to them yeah. going through something. Is that something you'd be comfortable doing? Or is there, is there oh, a yeah. better way that we can do this? Okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm going to give you the basic gist of precise language to understand this fully. It takes about 30 minutes. I do a live once a month where I do this precise language live and I in front of a bunch of for free and for a bunch of people and I teach them it in its depths in that 30 minutes. And then I stay on for as long as they want. And I answer everyone's questions. The last one was three and a half hours. Like, yeah. You had said it was yeah. three and a half hours, which is just yeah. craziness, but absolutely amazing. It shows that you really care about what it is that you're doing. And because oh, I've talked yeah. to you about this, I see how excited you are. So you oh, tell me who you want me to be or, or how this should go. And then, yeah, we'll yeah. go from there. So precise language is three simple steps. Speak up, speak clear, speak precise. Okay. Speak up is easy. Use your words. You don't use your words. You're just basically an animal acting off reaction, right? And impulse. Okay. Once you're speaking up, you want to speak clear. Now, speaking clear is to remove the voids in your language. And the way we do that is we speak in the recognition of universal truth. Here's what I mean by that. There are certain things about our human experience that everybody agrees on, right? That's the difference between subjective and like universal truth. And so these are the three universal truths. Everything is something and somewhere. Everything is always moving all the time. And, and everything's true. kills coronavirus. Yes, not that true. is the, anyway. yes, yes. Yeah, actually, I don't even want to spread that. You know what I mean? No, don't. It's not true. Oh, okay, it is sorry, not go on. True. Go on. I interrupted so, you. Sorry. Everything is something and somewhere. When I was nine years old, I lost my jacket. Lost is a void because energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred. So somewhere on this planet, from 20 years ago, that jacket is somewhere, right? right? You're always doing something. If I asked you what you did today and you said nothing, it's like, well, did you get out of bed? Yes. Okay, what did you do next? Brush your teeth? Yeah. What did you do next? Make some coffee? Okay, so you woke up, brush your teeth, got some coffee, right? Mm -hmm. So 
everything is always moving all the time. So when you say it's like, oh, I just want this feeling to stop. Well, stop is a void because everything's moving. Even when you're still, the world is still spinning at a thousand miles an hour, still spinning around the sun at even a faster rate. And if all that stops, what we know about particles is they're also waves. So anything that you see as solid is actually just vibrating at a certain rate that makes it feel solid. So when you say that this feeling, I want this feeling to stop, well, stop is a void because everything's always moving. So what do you want this feeling to do? I want it to change. Okay, what do you want it to change to be? To be happiness. Okay, well, what makes you happy? And now you see how we're making progress from like this depressed, lonely feeling of like, well, what can we do about this? Because it ultimately you're responsible for your actions. So when you take full responsibility of that, you can make progress. The third one is everything is true from some perspective. If me and you are walking down the street, hot summer day, 100 degrees, and I walk up to a car and throw a brick in the window, probably gonna be like, Spence, let's get out of here because that is like, I go to jail for that. (laughs) But when you walk 15 feet to the left, you see that there's a baby and a puppy inside and I just saved them from a boiling car. Now I'm a hero. So from one perspective, I'm a villain. One perspective, I'm a hero. Some people say, okay, well, if everything's real from some perspective, then what about unicorn, Spence? Are unicorns real? Like, absolutely. Well, show me. I'm like, well, it's in your imagination. They're like, your imagination's not real. I'm like, really? This phone that I'm holding right now was once someone's imagination. That imagination turned into a plan. That plan turned into steps. That steps turned into a phone. And now we're communicating on it right now. We're literally, hey, you have someone's imagination in your hand. Just manifested through action. And so if the thought of the phone before it was real was real, then so are unicorns. So imagination is just as real as physical stuff. Everything that you're looking at right now started as someone's imagination. So it's very real. Right. So this is really just all about glass half full perspective. It's about taking the steps towards seeing more movement, more positivity, more options available in your life. Not positivity. Okay. So I guess it's realism, not yes, positivity. Yes, yes. It's objective truth. Only once you fully know objectively what's going on, can you make a wise decision as to how your feelings should be expressed through your actions. What happens to us is we can't see objectively because of the language we're using. And so we just act out of emotion. That's when you say the wrong thing. That's when you cross the line. That's when you tend to shrink. And so once you can see objectively like who you are, know thyself, that's the inner power of absolutely everything is awareness. Once you're aware, then you become mindful. Aware is I see what's going on. Mindful is I see what I'm doing as I'm noticing what's going on. And then it's intent. Well, now, what do you want to make happen? And so we can work on this from a really self-aware perspective, also a very tactical one of like, what do you do in this situation? Right. So actually, I was going to try and say do a sample on me, but I want to understand where this came from for you. Were you noticing that your language was not letting you get places that you wanted to be? Like, where did this come from for you? It came from like when I would talk to people, they would be talking and expressing themselves. And my my brain would be able to figure out what they were saying before they even did. So someone would go on a 15-minute rant and within the first three minutes, I knew what to do. It's just like, there's just so much, just we got to trim the fat off of what you're saying here. Like, don't tell me what you don't want. I mean, if I came up to you and I was like, hey, can you give me directions to the closest Trader Joe's? 
and you were like, yeah, Spence, okay, it's not on Fifth Street. It's not on Kimball. <laughs> right. It's not, it's like, no, just like, tell me, just where tell do where I start? Yeah, where, where do I go? And so like when you're clear like that, you can give clear directions. And so people come to me to help them solve their problems. And so it's just like, tell me where you want to go. Let's figure out the next step. And let's figure out on an identity level, belief level, where the resistance, pain, fear is coming from. And let's reframe that. So behaving in a way that, that supports your goal, like makes sense to your subconscious. Cause that's what's happening with guys when they, I'll just talk about approaching cause it's easy, right? When they want to approach a woman, their conscious mind says yes. And their subconscious is like, fuck that. And as we know, the subconscious controls 80 to 90% of your behaviors. So if you think that the motivation to do it is going to get you to overwhelm the subconscious for you to take action, no. That's why when you do take action, you're not yourself because your subconscious is saying, protect yourself, protect yourself, protect yourself. And once you can make your subconscious programming match your conscious desires, oh, like you become invincible. Like no matter what. No matter what she says to you, you've got something to say back. You're able to approach a stranger that you are attracted to with the same ease and confidence of talking to your best friend. That's what happens. Okay. So wait, so is this something that we can kind of showcase a little bit now? Like just oh, yes. like so for yeah. example, so somebody who does have that going on for themselves subconsciously, where they're saying, Yeah, that girl looks hot, I want to approach her, but the subconscious is saying, Fuck no, don't do it. You're gonna get burned. She's taken, she's too young for you. She's probably like so what yeah. what is the process in that situation. Okay, cool. So we'll go through it. I'll share with you the last part of precise language, which is speak precise. And this is like where the art form of it comes in. So if I wanted you to grab my pup so we can go to the beach and go for a walk, right? Like, all right, Spence, where's your dog? And I'm like, he's in Chicago. Like, good luck, right? right? Chicago is clear. It's a place and it's huge. So it's like, all right, well, on the west side, on Flournoy, 2408 Flournoy, fourth apartment, and he's sitting in my living room. So now when I ask you to get my dog, the picture of where he's at is super clear. So getting there is very easy. So when we're vague in our, in our language and we're creating as we speak, which is what abracadabra means, it's like I create as I speak. Well, you need to be careful of how you speak because the universe may give you what you're asking for, but you didn't ask for the right thing. So for instance, if I tell my clients, like, speak to me like a magic genie, and you're like, all right. And I'm like, all right, Marnie, what's your first wish? And you're like, I want more money. And I'm like, you sure? And you're like, yeah. So I take a nickel out of my pocket. I give it to you. And I'm like, your wish is my command. There you go. More money. Oh, I, no, I will be more specific. you know. And so when it, when it comes to like what you expect out of yourself, when you're specific and it's like binary, you did it or you didn't, it's very easy to measure performance. I don't want to jump ahead. We can do the precise language session on you like modeling one of your clients. Yeah. So basically how it works is we both go into precise language container. I'm speaking precise. You're speaking precise. And the only time I'll interrupt you is when you're using void language and I will explain it to you, like why it's void, like what universal truth is it violating. And there may be some times where it's difficult to speak. The more difficult it is to speak, the bigger the monster is, the bigger the emotional trauma inside. So we'll just keep diving until we get an instruction. So what we're going to do is what we do is we take a desire, we take a circumstance, we find the struggle, we use precise language to get instructions on how to get out of that struggle. Literally, the medicine is in the monster. We step into the negativity, we step into the pain. And when we look at it objectively, it actually gives us the answers. And the coolest part about this, Marnie, 
is it works 100% of the time. That's amazing. Okay, so let's yeah. get started. All right, let's do it. Okay. okay. So I give you full permission to monitor my language, make sure it's clear and precise. Do I have that same permission? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So tell me, what is it that you are uh, struggling with? I'm having a struggle with approaching the women that I want. Like women that I'm not attracted to. I have no problem. That's not, not a void. Okay. So the women. Okay. The so what women, happens when you see a woman that you're attracted to? The women that I have no attraction for? No attractions, a void. Just tell me about, well, so what is that you want? You want to be able to approach women that you're attracted to. Yes. I would like to be able to approach women that I'm attracted to. Okay, cool. So we have an endpoint now. Like when you type okay. in the navigation, right? Okay. You want to talk to women. Okay, cool. So I'll let you a little bit behind the curtain. I ask five questions. All my coaching is a derivative of one of five questions. What do you want? What's your next step? What's standing in your way? How might you screw this up? And who do you need to be in order to have this thing that you want? So we know what you want. You want to be able to approach women that you're attracted to. And what's standing in your way? I can't talk to them the same way that I talk to other people. Can is a void. So like your, does your mouth work physically? Yes, it your, does. Okay. So, all right. It so does. you can talk to them. So when you see the, you see the pretty girl, like what happens? I just get flustered and my mind goes mm. to mush. Mm. What do you mean by flustered? So flustered, so there's pain in flustered. Okay. And flustered is clear. And now we're going to fractal like what that means. So we're going to get precise. So what do you mean by flustered? Well, kind of like how I am right now. My brain is empty. My brain is, void. is... There's always something in there. My brain Please. keeps going to the same place of saying, I don't have anything to say. I don't oh, have anything to say. Right. I don't have anything so to say. So your brain keeps going to the place where, where it says what? Says something negative. Says, I don't have anything to say. Don't is a void. So it says something negative. What is the negativity? What is the brain telling you? It's saying, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Don't is a void. I know, but it's, that's what it says. <laughs> so the inspiration tells you to say something. Okay. Okay. Walk up to her and say something. So would it be a solution if I gave you something to say? Yes. For the okay. first sentence. Okay. First sentence. Hi, what's your name? All right. So you walk up to this girl mm -hmm. and your mouth works. So you, you're able to physically talk. Okay. Right. And you see this beautiful woman. You wanted a line to say to her. Okay. So you walk up to her, say, hi, what's your name? Is that something you can do? Yes. It's definitely something I can do. Okay. Is that something you're committed to doing? Yes, for sure. I'm committed to doing that. So the next time that you see a woman, what are you going to do? Walk up and say, hey, my name is Marnie. Oh, you're just supposed to ask her name. And what's your name? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. There's your solution. Is there still There's a problem? There's more. There's still you know, a problem. Tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah. What do I say after that? Okay. If I gave you a line, would that work? Yeah, it would definitely work. But... I would like to speak to women I'm attracted to as easily as I talk to women that I'm not so attracted to. Right. Okay. I'll let that one not slide. I understand what you're saying. Okay. So if you walked up to a woman mm -hmm. that you were very mildly attracted to and you walked up to you and say, Hey, I'm Marnie. What's your name? Yeah. Would you be okay with that? I would make an observation about the world around me and then. I would probably share something about that observation and then I would ask a question. Or depending on the situation, I would make some kind of bantery joke poking fun at her. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Like, I want you to imagine speaking to this mildly attractive woman mm -hmm. right now. Okay. 
And what makes her mildly attractive? Like, is she kind of plain in the face? She's, she, yeah. She's got a bit of a mustache. Like, her body shape isn't exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah, she just okay. isn't the eight that I'm looking for. She's more of like a five. Okay, she's a five. Okay. So you walk up and say, hey, what's up? Marnie, what's your name? You make a conversation about something observational. What was the other thing you said? Or I said, or I would make some sort of bantery joke with her, something playful, teasing her about something. Okay. It would depend on the situation. Okay, cool. Like in this situation with me right now, like if I were that girl, like what's something bantery you would say after being like, hey, how's it going? I would say you have a lot, of, you have a lot of facial hair for a woman. <laughs> That's what I would say. To you. Yeah, but I, w- I would say like, what are those things behind you? Are they directors? Things? What are they? Are they post-it notes? Yeah, they're post-it notes. These are all my affirmations. I love it. Okay, so you do affirmations every single day. Oh, I should show you like my workspace. Like, there's Why, like just post-it notes here. everywhere? That's oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, actually, so I, I actually just started doing my own affirmations every single morning. So, I mean, that's how awesome. I would talk. I would observe awesome. something. Yeah. Okay, so you wanted to know what to say when engaging with a new person. Mm-hmm. It seems like you have those answers. Correct. And your legs physically work and your mouth physically works and you know exactly what to say when you when you walk up to her. Right. And then you've got a framework of like that. You've done this before. You've talked to girls that are mildly attractive, right? Right. All right. So what we know is that you do have the ability to go up. You know exactly what to say when you say hello. Then when you engage in conversation, something observation, you just prove that you can do it right now. Right. Okay. So what's standing in your way now? But when there's somebody that's more attractive, I feel like there's way more on the line for me. So it's higher Ooh. pressure. It's higher pressure. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to lose her. Uh, don't, don't. I know that's avoid. don't, but like... So you want this girl. Yeah. She would be somebody mm-hmm. that would be on par with what I would want in my yeah. life. Yeah. So you see this woman and then you're like, oh my gosh, like I would settle down for that one. I would always say I'd hang my jersey up for that one. So right. you, you see this yeah. girl and it's like, oh, there's a lot of the line. So I want you to go back to the place where you felt that last. How long ago was that? Yesterday. Cool. How about the time before that? Uh, probably a week ago. Okay. How many times in the past year have you felt like that where you saw the woman and you got that jitteriness where it's like, oh. All the time. Like a hundred times? Like 50 times. So why are you behaving in a scarcity mindset when you've had this feeling so many times? Well, the feeling where somebody excites me yeah. is definitely there on a constant basis. But awesome. the belief in myself to act on it mm-hmm. is not because... Your what? Your belief to act on it th- is To what? act on it, yeah. It's not the... Uh, it's what? Your belief to be able to act on it is what? You struggle to believe that you can act on it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. Yes, oh, I am okay. saying that. Like, would you consider yourself a happy person? Yes, sometimes. Yeah. Like, do you bring a lot of value to the world and the people around you, your relationships? Yes, I do. Do you think you're funny? I think I'm hilarious. You are. Yeah, you are hilarious. Okay, so you're a great person. And out of the 50 women that you felt this, how many of them did you go on dates with? Oh, none. Okay, right. Okay, so you're zero for 50. Right. And like, you're still a happy person. You're still a great person. You still bring a lot of value to the world. Okay. So do your chances go up or down when you approach the chances of this girl getting to know you? And going out with they you go and being up. your girlfriend. They go up. I'm okay. going to step closer. Yeah. Would you like higher chances to be with your person? Yes, of course. Then when you see a beautiful woman that you're intimidated by, what are you going to do? I'm going to go up and I'm going to say hi. Then I'm going to make an observation about something around the world. And then, yeah, I would do what I would do with the ugly five that I talked to before. Okay. So here's what we did. Like 
I mean, I could go into like some like deeper stuff of this, but no, but that, I can feel it even for myself. I'm not one with those insecurities or those right. beliefs, and I can actually hear it, feel a shift in me because of where you got me to. Did you see how it's different? Like I could have told you that, like you say, I got the struggle to approach women, and I'm like, well, just walk up to her, say hi, make some observations. But will that be used? Like, will he behave in that way? And now what, what I've done is like, I've put you up your fear against your integrity, your fear against your wisdom. You're the one that came up with all those solutions. I gave you one suggestion. Hey, what's your name? That's it. <laughs> like, and you realize that you think that the problem starts, you think that the problem is she's really pretty and I'm scared. When in fact, the problem was that I fear that she will like me less than I like her. And then I made you realize, well, every single girl you've had this feeling about feels less about this and you're okay. So even in your nightmare scenario, life goes on. You're still a good person. And so we know that even if another 50 go by, you're still awesome. You're still great. So now you're safe no matter what. So if you approach 50 and they all say no, you're still safe. And if you want higher success rate, like... approach. Do you approach. So my question is, what would you like to do? So I'm pitting logic against fear. And do you see how we went into the fear and it gave you the game plan? Yeah. And not only that, you demonstrated that it is absolutely possible because you just did it with me right there. Great. You looked at my backdrop and you saw something interesting and we started a genuine conversation. We connected over affirmations. So the thing is, is like everything that you need to be excellent is already inside of you. All I do is give you access to that so you can wear that excellence as your skin. Like you could wear it on the outside. And everyone's looking for the guru to help them. And advice only takes you so far. So this is why I work with all different types of coaches. I work with their clients because you need a good strategy. You need a good game plan. You need good scripts. You need good frameworks. That's what you get from the expert, the coach, right? With me, I teach you how to assimilate that and actually install it into your subconscious behavior. And so it's a combination of getting good advice while also interacting with yourself in a pure way. That's the magic bullet. And that's how I've done everything in my life. I am dyslexic. I barely passed high school. I've read maybe six books in my entire life. I don't have like a huge following. There's a lot of things that I, I don't have all voids, right? And so how I've done this is I interact very clearly with myself and then I seek out mentors that I can get these frameworks from. And then I just kind of import them. Like I said, I did everything from fitness coaching. I was into bodybuilding. I toured nine months in originally playing guitar because I just wanted to be a rock star. So one day I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I mean, I could go... I've had more jobs than Homer Simpson. And because I understand that creation follows a process. And so as long as you're processing right and you've got the right guidance, you're invincible. That makes complete sense. That's why this in the combination of like the just dopest advice you give guys, it's a good symbiotic relationship of mentorship and, and like inner leadership. Yeah. Well, I love it. I love it. I want to take a quick break and come back with Spencer Burnett, the creator of Precise Language. So we'll be back in a second. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You may not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win, 
division, and championship futures today. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great signup bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly, and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. All right, we are back. And Spencer, what you shared before, I could feel it in my belly when at the very end, you had said, okay, so now what do you do? And I'd like spat it out so easily as if it was just obvious. Like, like, why are you asking me this question? It's an obvious thing. Whereas before I even felt myself struggling to give you those answers in the beginning. So I'd love to ask you if another scenario, so I don't want you to go through the same process with me, but I want to make sure that we're giving like really good information for the guys that are listening. And a lot of them have situations where they currently have a girl in their life that they have a crush on. They've been hanging out with them for a long time. I'm sure that woman shares stuff with them. She's emotional with them. She connects with them, but she has no sexual attraction towards them. Using precise language, is there a way to pivot yourself to be more sexual and see yourself that way and to actually pivot somebody's reaction to you? So yes, When you're talking about an established dynamic between two humans, there's a lot of moving parts. And precise language is about taking full ownership of what you have control over. And the reality of it is there's another human being's decision-making process in the mix. Right. So that makes it a more complicated problem, which would require more time for us to go through precise language to get to the root of that. So what I would do is I would ask questions about the sexual nature of their relationship on how he flirts, how permissible it is to speak sexually in her presence. We've talked about that before, not speak sexually at her, but speak sexually like with her and see where the fear is. So for a guy like that, once I kind of see the dynamic between him and her, how close of friends are you? That whole dynamic. My next question would be like, what's stopping you from telling her that you like her? And that's what we'd start fractaling into. And once we figure out like really what's at the cause, through that process, your answer will be created. Well, as the non-precise language coach, what would be your tactic for guys who are yeah, from a strategy point like of view? Yeah, from yeah. a strategy point of view. It's all about rebranding yourself. And if you take a look at a company that rebrands itself, it's either in your face right away and like, hey, I know we're moving your cheese, but this is the way it is. And you just like own the frame. So it's kind of like strength of frame thing. Or you disappear for a little bit. You create a little space. And so when you create space, then you're not sharing the day-to-day. And when you come back with new stories and new experiences that are filtered through a more romantic angle, it then becomes a little bit easier to soften that edge when you take a little bit of space. 
So as high levels, I, I love how you said that. That was actually yeah. perfectly explained. Yeah. So it's basically like either being really bold and just being like, this is me, this is what I want, or it's shifting yourself so that you start to go at it from a different approach so that she sees something new and she's like, wait a second, I used to drink Pepsi, but now I want Coke. It's so interesting. I didn't like Coca-Cola before. But I like how you're comparing it to brands because that's absolutely true. You do, you need to rebrand yourself. And most often it's rebranding yourself as the person that you probably are with somebody else. Right. Like exactly what we talked about before in the first half of the show that, Yes, there are girls who are fives who you act a certain way with. But when there's a nine, you're not acting the exact same way. And you have to reshift and rebrand so that the nines are seeing that same person. Yeah. And when it's like, there's always some level of like strength of frame that you you need to have. And so this is the problem that guys have is like, I don't want to make her uncomfortable. So hear me when I say this, guys, this comes with a disclaimer. Making a woman uncomfortable too far makes you an asshole. So I hope I don't have to repeat that, but going too far makes you an asshole, right? Too much fire on the stove burns your house down just the right amount makes the most delicious meals. So this is what I'm saying. So when you make a woman uncomfortable in any way, that's expected. So when you're approaching a new woman or you're coming with a new approach to an existing relationship, she's going to be uncomfortable. That's part of it. You actually want that to happen. Or not want it to happen, but like it's going to happen. That's where the tension is. You need a little bit of discomfort for both people. And if you can ride that wave, it's amazing. Yes. And so Mm -hmm. here's what happens. She gets uncomfortable and then she looks to you. She looks to you to say, is it safe for me to feel uncomfortable? Because we love feeling uncomfortable when it's safe. Who doesn't love roller coasters, right? Mm -hmm. So when you hold the frame that like, hey, like I know you're uncomfortable, like it's safe here. It's safe here and you maintain that, at some point, your frames are going to start to match. And you're either going to pull her up into being like, hey, it's okay to feel nervous around me, like you're safe. Or she's going to pull you down into her frame, which is, this is uncomfortable, I want to run. And when you let her do that is when you start feeling nervous because you're feeling her energy. This is not safe. Well, yeah, she's feeling that too. But if you can maintain like, I know, I know it's uncomfortable. Yes, I startled you. Yes, you're sitting down to dinner with your mom. And yes, I'm talking to you, but this is happening because I think you're kind of cute and you own it, that is changing your expectation of like, I don't want to make her uncomfortable, void. Two, she's going to be uncomfortable and here's how I'm going to handle it. That's a beautiful frame shift from a void of I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable. Well, you're going to, so what are you going to do about it? I'm going to show her that like, I'm a man that when chaos is around, I'm the safe place to be. Ooh, that's beyond alpha male. Mm Mm-hmm. And absolutely amazing and super sexy. Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to wrap up the show because you've given away lots of goodies during the show. And that last one was priceless. So I love right. everything that you've said. Come back to our show any single time. I love it. Hopefully Kristen can come on the next time and we have Squadcast working. But why don't you tell people how they can sign up for this free live demonstration that you are doing? I think you said the first of the month and middle of the month or... I forget. Yeah. So I do a precise language live in the first week of every month. So we do it every month. And I share how precise language works. And then I do live demos like this. No one puts their questions in early. I just take rapid fire. I take bullets with a blindfold on. And we just knock out questions. Then I have an entire program that essentially builds an integrity machine. So the way you behave in the world is measured by your integrity. Do you follow through with the things you say you're going to do? And if you want your outcome to match your vision, that's bridged by your integrity. And so I've built an entire system 
to manage every part of your life in a way that has full integrity, that is efficient, that is powerful, that makes you more confident and just like get shit done. And so I basically go into my program and do like a little Willy Wonka tour of like how this is going to affect your life. It's precise language taken to a whole nother level of like execution. That's amazing. So how do people who are listening to this podcast find out about it or where do they go? Yeah. So I'm going to give you a link to send to your group and you guys can just register for the Precise Language Live. We do it on Zoom like this. And so we literally call people on and bring them on video if they want so we can actually talk. So it's not like a typical webinar where you're like checking the chat and all that stuff. So yeah, just sign up with the link and join us. Okay. The link I'm going to give is winggirlmethod.com slash Spencer Precise slash Spencer Precise, okay? And that's where people are going to go to. And I'll put this below in the show notes as well in case you don't know how to spell precise. (laughs) Because I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, how do you spell precise? I got it. I've got it. Don't worry. I've taken care of it. Anyway, Spencer, thank you again for coming on to the show. You are awesome as always. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Sometimes they come out a little bit earlier because I get over eager and I want to share them with you as soon as possible. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next week. 